Hello everyone, Java back at you today. Today we are talking about being yourself, being genuine. You be you, always be yourself in any situation. All right, here we go. Welcome back to another great edition of True You Character Building. Of course, I am Java coming at you again. This is great to be back in the swing of things. I'm really feeling it again. It's awesome. I know I uh, already published two pretty new episodes. Hopefully, you got a chance to listen to those. If not, please do. Um, there's more coming your way. I'm doing a couple today. I'm going to do a couple next week. And yeah, it's just really exciting. And I got a couple. Things in the works for Chuyu coming down the road. Um, like I said, a couple speaking engagements. I'm trying to get working on those and get those wrapped up here as well as um, I have something uh, in the cooker, as I like to say. Um, hopefully down the road here that is going to be pretty exciting. Um, I will let you guys know about that as we develop more and more here over the next couple months. Uh, and hopefully get that out to you guys and let you know about that. But uh, yeah, I will let you know about that. But there's some really exciting stuff coming up. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, so first off, um, hopefully you guys are all doing well. Hopefully everything's going well. As always, we are here to build the best version of you to help you find your true self. And again, I'll say it all the time, there is no right or wrong. And let me emphasize this because I know, like, you know, it's funny. You, you, you kind of want to get away from that word preachy, right? Um, I never want to come across that way. I always... And, and I'm being very genuine, funny enough, okay? No pun intended um, with the episode today. I, I really am trying to be very genuine here. I, I don't think that there's ever a certain way to look at things or a certain way to think of things. I, I don't. I always want my listeners to come in with a very open mind and be like, okay, like, is there something I can take away from this podcast? You may agree with things I say and you may not. And I want you to know I fully respect that. Um, that's the one thing about these podcasts. Like I like having guests on because they do make me think in opposite ways. And if you listen to my interviews, you'll see that I'm, I'm always open and I'm always very open-minded about listening to people. In fact, I want to do a podcast about being open-minded, um, but I, I do think it's very important to be open-minded and to listen. Um, these are a lot of times my thoughts and that's why I'm giving you, I mean, that's why you listen to a podcast, right? Uh, but it's stuff that I hope that you guys think about. And some stuff you may be like, you know what, Java makes a good point there. And sometimes you may be like, no, Java doesn't know what the hell he's talking about right there. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I am because I, what, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything. Because I, I don't. I don't know everything. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, oh, you should do things the way Java does it. Because, oh, my life is so perfect. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> like I make mistakes every day. Um, if you don't believe me, ask my wife. She'll tell you. I make mistakes all the time. And I'm not perfect, and I'm learning every day. I learn from my kids. I learn from my wife. I learn from the people around me. I learn from my students. I, I am, and I will always say this, and I hope this, this, that this sinks in with you. I am always a work in progress. And so when I bring up topics, when I talk about topics, 
These are things that I have learned over time. These are things through my experiences that I have learned through my experiences. And I, what I've taken away through my, through my own self-reflection. And so for you, I hope you do that as well. I hope that you listen to these podcasts and you self-reflect. And you say to yourself, oh, have I been doing that? Have I not? Yes, I think I'm pretty much crushing this. I'm okay with this. Um, excuse me, sorry about that. But, or you could say, no, actually, this is something that I may want to work on. That's completely up to you. And nobody should tell you any differently. Nobody should tell you, oh, this is something you should work on. Nope. You're the only one that has to decide that, right? And so as I take you guys through each of my podcasts, as well as anything I do when I give a speaking engagement or whatever I do, it's simply stuff that I have taken away that I have learned. And that's why I love to have conversations with people. I love to hear what they have to say. I love to hear other points. I think some people give me other things to look at, other views, other angles to look at, certain character qualities. As you guys know, I go through all these character building traits. Um, and that's what I want you to do. So please uh, take that way. And, and again, that's why I always tell you stories because my stories are how I became who I am today. And you have your own stories. And again, it's great to learn from each other. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. So of course, the topic of the day is genuineness. And I want to tell you a story uh, to start off. I want to tell you a story about my youth. Um, so I was, if you don't know, I was born in the country of Iran over in the Middle East. And we moved over here when I was two years old in 1979. If you've ever seen the movie Argo uh, with Ben Affleck, it's a phenomenal movie. I actually won, uh, won the Oscars. It was such a great movie. It won the movie of the year. It was phenomenal. And uh, I lived through that. And... Why am I telling you all this? Because when I came over here, I was quote-unquote different. I looked different. I was different inherently because I was not from this country. And so being young and being especially in elementary school, elementary school was a very, very, very rough time for me. I was made fun of a lot. I was, you know, basically pointed out and made fun of and, you know, picked on a lot by last. Uh, kids my age, I still remember people making fun of like my bushy eyebrows or my bigger nose. I hit puberty at a young age. I remember one time we were playing basketball in the gym, and I think I was only in either fifth or sixth grade, and still in elementary school. And of course, we went shirts and skins, and I ended up on the skins, and I took a shot. And of course, you got to raise your arms above your head, and the kids saw the hair underneath my armpits, and man, did I hear it for. Not days, weeks, if not months after that. Making fun of me and poking fun of me. And I still can tell you their names about the specific people that constantly made fun of me. And, um, and it, was, it was rough. It was very rough. It left a lot of scars. A lot of scars that here I am at the age of 46. I mean, what, that was 35, 40 years ago now? And I still vividly vividly remember them making fun of me and uh it was tough it was very very tough on me and that led into my middle school years and then i remember in my middle school years i really started to come out of my shell i was i was much much more reserved i was much more quiet in elementary school i i really was um and yeah absolutely i think one of the biggest reasons for that is because i was 
made fun of and picked on a lot. And I didn't have many friends. I, I really didn't. I had just a couple. And um, throughout my entire elementary school years. And it was really, really rough for me. So then I got to middle school. And I remember like from day one, I don't know, it was just a little different. Like I started to come out of my shell more. I made friends with somebody new. I remember his name was Ryan. And he really liked who I was. And we were kind of goofy together. And then that led into high school. And in high school, I, I remember... I struggled, of course, my freshman year. I think everyone struggles their freshman year, right? And uh, I remember I played football. I started playing football in middle school, and I thought, oh, I should continue in high school, and I was playing football. One, one story, one image always comes back into my memory, and that is that I remember taking the football team picture, right? And you had to take individual pictures and team pictures, you know, when the school would send out a photographer so that your parents can buy these wonderful pictures and put them up on the refrigerator and all that beautiful stuff, right? And I remember for me, uh, you know, it came time for the team picture and individual pictures. And I was, and I remember in middle school when I started football as well as freshman year, as well as even sophomore year, like nobody smiled. And I remember my friends always telling me like, don't smile, dude. Don't smile, dude. Like, that's not cool. Like, you gotta be cool. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta look, you gotta look really like BA. You gotta look really awesome. And so that's just what I did, because I thought that that's what you do to be cool, to be accepted by your friends. So if you look at my middle school football pictures, if you look at my freshman year, my sophomore year pictures, you'll see me not smiling. Like with this like stern look, like, mmm. Like, look at me, I'm so hard, I'm so awesome, I'm so amazing. Like, you don't wanna mess with me on the football field. So then, sophomore year, halfway through sophomore year, I was in class with one of my friends. And that led to another friend. And before you know it, I, I started hanging out with this new group of friends. Not the football friends anymore. I was hanging out with them a lot. Now I was hanging out with a whole new set of friends. And the reason that I found myself more and more and more hanging out with them is because they truly accepted me for who I was. In fact, they loved who I was. I remember... I was loud and boisterous and I was goofy and silly and like, like I was just, I was, I was crazy. I was, I was crazy. And I, so I was in, in such a positive way though. Like I just had a lot of energy and I just always has this, this positive energy exuding from me. And my friends, these new friends I made halfway through sophomore year, they loved that about me. They wanted to see more of it. They embraced it. They, they, they got inspired by it. And I found myself hanging out with my football friends less and less and less and less and less. And it was funny, like, if you look at my junior year football picture and my senior year football picture, which, by the way, I almost quit football my senior year, but one of the coaches convinced me to stay. And, you know, looking back, I don't know, I don't know if I should have or if I shouldn't, but that's not neither here nor there. But both of those pictures, I'm smiling. I'm smiling in both of the team pictures. And I get this big smile on me. Because you know why? Because that's who I am. That's, that's, that's me. That's Arnush Chevaharian. Why was I playing this stupid game of, oh, I, I need to act this way, this certain way to like fit in? No, no. I, I, I wanted, I needed to be myself. I needed to be me. And like that's, I'm not going to try to be somebody that I'm not. Because all I'm doing then is making myself unhappy. And I'm 
not a good friend. I'm not, I'm not my true self. That's just the truth. So I love that. I love that when you look at my senior and my junior pictures, I'm smiling because that is me. So I learned from a very, very, very young age that you need to be yourself and you need to be you. And that when you are genuine, when you are yourself, so many positive things happen. First of all, you need to learn to love yourself. That's so true. Like if you ask any therapist or psychologist or whatever, they will tell you that one of the reasons, one of the main reasons that people lead to depression or whatever it may be, God forbid, going down the road further than that, is because people do not love who they are. And so thankfully, I learned from a very young age to embrace who you are, to love who you are, to really accept who you are. And I've told you guys this before. That's me. That's what you get with me. I am loud. I'm boisterous. I'm filled with positivity. I am just, yeah, I'm like, a lot of times I'm in your face in a very positive way. Some people love it. Some people are absolutely attracted to it and gravitate towards it and they love it. And I also know some people don't like it. I also know some people do not like it at all. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. But I learned that if I'm 100% genuine, if I'm 100% myself, people will embrace me and know what they get. And not only that, but they will respect me so much. Not only will they respect me because they'll be like, He's in, he is who he is. Like that's, that's what you get. You, what you see is what you get. Like, and that is, that's always been me. Like, what you see is what you get. But also, that leads to trust. People know what they're going to get. People know, like, my wife, God bless her, I trust her 100 million percent. She trusts me 100 million percent. There isn't even a shred, like, even 0.001 percent where we don't trust each other because she knows who I am. I am beyond genuine. All of my friends, Everyone that knows me knows who I am because I am just, I'm me. I am who I am. I'm not going to try to be somebody I'm not because I've learned that it does, it does me and does my life so well to be a genuine person than to rather try to be fake or try to fit in or try to you know, change the way I act or change to, to make other people happier, to make other people like, oh, I could fit in with this group if I change and act like this. S- screw that. Forget that. It is, that will never work. I remember um, another story for you. I have a teacher friend who early in my career, I remember it was probably my second, third year, maybe as late as maybe my fourth, but it was really early in my teaching career, which if you don't know, I'm going into my 17th year now teaching which is absolutely wonderful. I remember we went to this golf outing. We always have this golf outing at my high school for the teachers at the end of the year. And then afterwards, we go to this bar and we hang out. And I remember one of the teachers was sitting down with me and, and he said this to me, and I'll never forget, it was, it was very humbling. And it, was, it really touched me deep down because it showed that he truly saw me. For who I am. And I'll never forget, he sat there and he said, he said, Java, because of course everyone calls me Java at school and everything. He goes, Java, you are one of the most genuine people I have ever, ever met. 
And this was, like, again, this was very early in my career. I, I, I think it was either my second or third year of teaching. And I was really, really touched. And he said, he goes, you, you're just you, man. And especially coming from him, I had a lot of respect for him. And I really appreciate that he said it. But it, it was. It was something that, like, you know, that moment right there was truly a great moment for me. Because and that's what you want. Because you could see that he respected me for it. You could see that when he looked at me, it was, it was uh, respect and a sense of admiration. And I really just appreciate that. I was very, very humbled by it. Um, I, I know I talk about my boss that's now retired. Uh, and, and, you know, we've always had a great relationship. I know he wrote me a letter uh, when he retired just a couple months ago. And in that letter, he talks about, again, about how I am very humble and how I am very genuine. And there's a theme across here, if you're not getting it. And that is when you are yourself, when you are you, when, when people know what they get, when you are rock, when you're just a rock, when you're just rock solid, because people are going to be like, I know what I'm going to get with him or her. I know exactly what I'm going to get. They're not fake. They're not pretentious. You know exactly who they are. There is a level of respect that you just cannot get in any other way. It's so true. I don't care what your title is. I don't care this or that. You know, we've talked about respect before, going all the way back to my first episode ever. This is one of the deepest forms of respect that you can get when you are yourself and when you are genuine and when people look at you and say, you know what? I know what I get when, I get, when I'm around him or her. You need to surround yourself with others that embrace you. And of course, this goes back to my podcast. I talk about who you surround yourself with, but it's so true. I only want to surround, your, surround myself with people that truly accept me for who I am. And if people do not, if there's somebody that doesn't, like I don't care. I don't need them in my life. And that is something, again, I know I've emphasized this point on other podcasts, but it is so true because... You live your life for you, not for them. And so if they don't like who I am, that, that's on them. That's their own insecurity. And that's, so here's a cold hard fact. Some people will like you because you are yourself all the time. And they will love that. Like I said, I have friends up in Wisconsin. I have friends here. I've, I, I've made friends throughout my life that truly accept and embrace me for who I am. And they love who I am. And then there's other people that I've had in my life that don't like me. And I know that clear as day. And, I, and I'm just, and I'm not saying that any other way than to just say like, I see reality in front of me, right? I see reality in front of me that there are people out there that do not like me. I know that. I truly, truly know that. And I'm okay with that. Because I think one of the biggest reasons why they don't like me is because I think it drives them insane that I can just be me. I can be my loud, boisterous, crazy self sometimes, and, and people love me for that. I think it drives them crazy. And no, I'm not saying that to be arrogant or to be cocky. I'm not. I, I truly, truly mean that. I just, this is, again, this is what I think. This is my own take on this. And this is, of course, yes, I've talked to my wife and this and that but I truly think that people have their own insecurities. We just talked about insecurities, right? I just did podcasts on it, right? 
People have their own insecurities and they have to deal with them. It's not on me. I don't have to deal with their insecurities. They have to deal with their own. So if they don't like who I am, I don't, I don't care. If they need to make jabs here and there about me to make themselves feel better, that's on them. It's not going to get to me. I know who I am. I'm very solid with who, with who I am. I know exactly the type of person I am. And if somebody has an issue with that, somebody doesn't like me or whatever, I don't, I don't care. It's on them. They have to deal with their own insecurities. It's very, very true. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. We were at our wedding, uh, me and my beautiful wife, Michelle. And uh, so my wife, Michelle, one of her bridesmaids, she had a husband. And I remember we went over to their table. And he wanted to meet me. And what he said to me, he goes, he goes dude, you're, I'm, I'm, again, I'm just telling the story. Okay. And I'm, again, I'm not saying this boast about, boast about myself or whatever. I, you guys know me. I don't like to do that. I'm just telling a story. And he said to me, he goes, dude, you're awesome. And I go, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Now he goes, he goes, no, dude, you're just yourself. Like, look at you. You're like, you're up there on the dance floor. You're going crazy. You're just letting it all out. You're, and he said, he goes, I would love to be like you. And it was just, it was a very like, you know, and I'm at a wedding with the band playing and, you know, I'm already completely overwhelmed with how awesome the day is. And this guy's telling me this stuff. And really, I didn't have a chance to really unpack it and reflect on it until, of course, afterwards. And at the time, I just shook his hand and I said, I'm very humble. Thank you so much. I said, and I encouraged him to come up with his wife and dance and this, that. But anyway, um, looking back on it, like I know that because I got to you know interact with him and meet him over the last next you know however many years you know because again his wife was one of my wife's bridesmaids. He just that's not him, right? Like he just doesn't like he. I, I think he struggles. I think between me and you, I think he struggles to be himself sometimes. I think he struggles to like. Just like let it loose and let it out. Like I was out there just being me. Like I gave this long speech and I even cried in it. And I just, when I was on dance floor, I just let it all loose. I remember our photographer, God bless her. Um, she had done hundreds of weddings, right? Hundreds of weddings. I mean, she's very, very popular photographer in Chicago, right? And there's weddings, multiple weddings every weekend in Chicago. And she does them all the time. Like literally every weekend she's booked. And she's told me that she said, you are one of the most genuine husbands, you know, groom and that I've ever met. He's like, she said, she goes, you just, you just yourself. And I remember her saying that too. And yes, like I, I am, I am all, I'm very humbled by all this, but I do think that some people struggle. I think some people struggle to be themselves. I think some people struggle to just, Say, you know what? I don't care what other people think. I'm just going to be me. And if you like me for who I am, great. And if you don't, that's on you. You know what? And I don't need you in my life. It's your loss. I do. I think, and I think that it takes a deal of self-reflection, definitely a deal of self-awareness. I know that self-awareness podcast I gave was huge. I know number one uh, listen to podcast. But it does. It takes, a, takes definitely a level of self-awareness, self-reflection, to realize like, hey, you know what? I just need to be me. I just need to be me. And so it's really helped me into being who I am here, you know, sitting here right now at the age of 46, 
I can tell you right now that I will never change. Now will always be me. And that's why I love my wife. Like I'm crazy. I'm crazy with my kids. I am full of energy and I'm just myself. And I always will be. And I hope that you are too. I really, really do. I hope that you have listened to this. I hope that you've taken a step back. And if you're sitting there right now saying, you know what? I am. I'm a very genuine person. Hey, you know what? More power to you. Love that. I love to hear that. Keep going. And if you want to sit back and reflect a little bit, maybe like, you know, there's some situations. Maybe I'm not 100% myself. Maybe you want to do some self-reflecting. It's up to you. Again, there's no right or wrong here. Something to take away, something not to take away. It's completely up to you. But you know, it's been my pleasure. And so, in conclusion, I just want to say, be yourself. Always be you. And know to surround yourself with people that embrace and love who you are. They will respect you and they will trust you. Great show. Here we go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening to another great edition of Chuyu Character Building. Again, if you are interested in me coming out for a presentation, a workshop, I'm happy to do that. Some great things on the horizon here as we keep going with Chuyu. Again, I hope that you are building your true self as we all are, as I am. I will see you on the next episode. Have a great day.